imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Lead Hership Global Program. I am so delighted to welcome all of you to this week's program, where we have the honor and pleasure of speaking with Colleen Biggs. Colleen is a peak performance coach, speaker, author, and the CEO of Lead Up for Women, one of the most powerful communities of women leaders on the planet. And today we're going to talk to Colleen about master you to master your success. And I can't wait to dive in and learn from Colleen Biggs. But before we jump into the conversation, let me tell you about Colleen. She is an award-winning pioneer who empowers women to take bold steps to lead up in their lives and in their business by stepping into the spotlight, expanding their influence to attract more clients. She has extensive success and experience in corporate America for over 30 years, consulting with over 340 business launches. Colleen leads three successful businesses, Lead Up for Women, Leap, and Infinite Impact. She's an author of three best-selling books with the most recent international number one bestseller, Step Into the Spotlight to Expand Your Influence and Attract the Right Customers. She is an elite podcast host for Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, and has published two journals on Amazon, as well as a bi-monthly magazine. Colleen provides women a community of entrepreneurs that are driven by their passion, uh, support, and promote with a purpose to fuel female voices with power. We are so lucky to have Colleen with us. Colleen, thank you so much for being here. Oh, hi, Linda. I'm the lucky one today to have you here as the host. Let me tell you that you've been a dear friend and I appreciate that so much. So thank you for the invitation. Oh, Colleen, it's our honor, honestly, to have you with us today. Thank you so much. And to kick us off on our discussion today about master you to master your success, tell us a little bit about your journey and what led you to have such passion around accelerating the success of women all around the world. Thank you, Linda, for asking that question. Um, you know, I've spent 30 years um, in corporate America and through that time and working with so many CEOs and the launches of their businesses. If it's one thing I realized was a, we have to get in the map of the world of the people that we're working with, right? It's not a one size fits all with anyone. And we're the ones that are always holding our own selves back. Uh, no matter what, no matter what the situation, we're the ones that get in our own way uh, the most, right? And it's, it could be experiences, something we had as a child uh, that's been now embedded in our subconscious. But what happens is that is what prevents us from really reaching that peak performance um, of where we could be in our lives and what could unfold for us and leaning into our best, um, our best version of our best selves. So as I was in the corporate world, there were several women that 
weren't very collaborative. I would say there were more competition instead of creating additional positions for each other in corporate America. They were knocking each other off the ladder and it just didn't feel comfortable to me. I was really about community. And if it was the number one thing I would tell any launch of a business that I was working with was you really need to tell everyone about you. You can't just be a keyboard warrior. You need to get out there. You need to market yourself. You need to be speaking from every platform possible, showing up everywhere and letting everybody know you're there. The whole concept of I build it and they will come just does not work. And so that was why I built the tribe lead up for women, because I wanted to have a community and a tribe of women that I could bounce ideas off of so that I would be able to um, be in a safe and nurturing environment with other women to be able to grow, to be able to expand, to be able to reach their next level, to collaborate over competition and really feel stronger in that tribe of women. And that was why I created it um, because I know that we're powerful in numbers. And as women, no matter what position we're in, no matter what level we hold in a corporate um, situation or, or a structure, I know that if we see another woman move a mountain, then we know that's possible. Um, and that was the community that I wanted to create for women to be seen, be heard and be visible. I love that. That's absolutely so well aligned with Leadership Global, which is all about accelerating the success of women all over the globe, very similar to Lead Up for Women, in that we believe in women empowerment and giving women the resources, the tools, the connections, the introductions that they need in order to pursue their passion, their purpose, and see their mission and vision come to fruition. So I love that, Colleen. So when you have been on this journey, moving from corporate America to lead up for women, uh, you along the way really learned what it is to master you in order to master success. So talk to us a little bit about that concept of what it means to master you to master success. Yeah, I feel like so many people do it backwards, Linda. So they go to master the craft, right? So they go to school to master um, becoming a CPA in accounting or, or becoming an attorney um, or to, um, to become a coach or to be a CEO at a company, whatever it may be, uh, an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, we, we go to school or we, we um, refine our craft and our skill sets in a certain area. But the area that's, that, that, is, that is the subject matter of what we receive for us to be able to uh, proceed with that specific industry, right? That specific craft. What we're missing is our skill sets, our knowledge, our wisdom, our experiences of what we've had up to that point. And I've worked with so many um, specialized individuals that may be pharmacists or chiropractors, and they come out of being in that industry to start doing coaching on their own or opening their own practice. And before you know it, they're just dead in their tracks. For some reason, our minds go to this is something new and everything I've learned, all my wisdom, all my experience, all my knowledge over the past 20 some years is gone. And how could I possibly assist this client now that that client is paying me directly the money in my business versus them paying a company that I worked for? That is just a mindset shift 
And I find a lot of women, unless we know, and I, I work with several women. So unless we know how to master ourselves, meaning unless we know how to control our emotions, how to find the actual piece that that fear is attached to, you know, where's it coming from? Where, where was it born? Why am I afraid to do this? For someone, fear might be an accelerator. For others, fear might hold them back and keep them from doing something and moving forward. Um, so until we actually dig in to know what it is about us, what drives me, what are my values, right? Going through a values exercise. What is my why? Why, why do I want this so bad? What is the purpose? What is my mission behind this? Then how can we ever truly lean fully into the industry that we're in to master our craft if we're not mastering ourselves first? Yeah, that makes sense. So when you think about mastering yourself first, using that as your priority and sort of your North Star, you mentioned lots of different aspects of mastery, everything from mastering your emotions to clearly and deeply understanding your pur purpose to establishing what your mission is, what your vision for your for success looks like uniquely for you. So what do you think are some of the biggest stumbling blocks for women to actually step into that exploration, to begin the process of exploration? What holds them back to being able to look at their purpose, their mission, their vision, their emotional state, um, their why? What is it that holds them back from that process? I'm glad you asked that question, Linda. And really one of the main pieces that tend to hold women back the most is really going to be for, for them to realize that what others think about them is a reflection of who others are, not a direct reflection of them. And when we care so much, and this for women especially, because look at the industry of of makeup and cosmetics and clothing um, and magazines and models. And that visual that we see over and over again is sharing with us that we need to be something other than what we are today, if that makes sense. And with knowing that, the struggle for most women until they overcome this is worrying so much about what other people think about them. Is it, are they gonna think I'm pretty? Are they gonna think I'm smart? Do I have the credibility to stand up here and teach what I'm teaching or say what I'm saying? Because what are other people going to think about me? And it can be very hurtful for some, for some women and, and it, they care so much about it that it stops them literally in their tracks from doing and getting out in front of that camera. And you talked a lot about spotlights. And I talk a lot about spotlights, you know, writing a book on spotlights, being in a spotlight means that the, the light is shining on you and it's your chance to shine for whatever that might be for the words that you speak, for the, the knowledge that you have, for the experience that you share, for the love, the vibration, the energy that you bring to other people. So knowing the uniqueness of who we are and how we function gets us a little bit more comfortable in our own skin of who we are because we are we, we are our own secret sauce i like to say right we are our own um what else how else could you call it we are our own best first impression 
for others is who we are, what we bring to the table, how what we bring to the party. And knowing that about yourself leads you to move in forward motion unapologetically being exactly who you are with what you bring. And that, that is one of the biggest stumbling blocks I've seen for women is being able to turn off and realizing that what other people's comments are about you generally are a reflection, a direct reflection of them and not a direct reflection of you. Yeah. That makes all kinds of yeah. sense. And it's easier said than done, of course, to be able yeah. to recognize that someone's commentary, good or bad, usually uh, is a direct reflection of that person's worldview, their perspective, their experiences, um, their own vantage point, right? So um, when someone does actually step into that work of mastering themselves and they start learning about their leadership style, their emotional makeup, their personality traits, um, you know, perhaps some of the um, caution areas in their life, as well as some of the strengths that are unique to them. Where where do you find that women um, stumble in not only ex- accessing that information, but putting it to use? So if I know more about what makes me really unique and really what my purpose, my mission, my vision are based on, my leadership style, my personality, my characteristics, my attributes, but I don't take action on that. I leave that mm. as sort of an academic exercise and I don't put it into motion. Then that can be helpful learning, but it doesn't really help us accelerate our success. So where do you find the stumbling blocks that women face in actually taking action against that process of self-discovery? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because um, like I talked about earlier, most of the time, the, the the hurdle or the stumbling block becomes the fear and it's the inaction that kills all of what you just built, right? So if you believe in yourself and, and you know, well, you know what your values are and your integrity are and your skill sets and you're ready to get out there. And again, like we talked about, we're, we're, uh, there's someone that still is doing the work and, and, and blocking what other people are saying or thinking about them or they're not reading the comments because that's the easiest way for them to move to the next level. When you talked about inaction, I want to go back to that piece for a minute, because when you are in inaction, when you are in action, you create confidence, you create self-esteem, you create wins, you cross finish lines. That creates more and more and more momentum. The biggest stumbling block is inaction, is not ever taking the first step, is not ever putting that in motion. So that is really the first step, Linda. It is that basic. Once you know what your integrities are and your, you know, your values, what means the most to you, you can now measure everything back to that that you do in your business, no matter who you are and what you do to serve others, whether it be that you are a nurse, whether it be that you're a pharmacist, whether you're um, a health coach, whether you're a physical fitness trainer, whether you're a CEO in the marketing department, you know, of marketing for a company, no matter what that is that you are doing, you can bring your skill sets to the surface, your values, your wisdom, your knowledge to that 
career of yours, but you have to stay in forward motion. That is where I see so many women get stuck um, is second guessing themselves, worrying about what other people think um, and, and just standing in their own way. It's a disbelief and a mindset shift that is takes common work every single day. This is not something that we do once and we're done. This is a practice I do daily in gratitude that I do. There's daily work that we can do. Uh, we can feed our minds with books. We can feed our minds with positivity and podcasts, surround ourselves with a tribe of people that are positive, do work with them that are positive, um, serving to others. These are all the practices that we can put into place that really help keep that momentum moving for us. It's so powerful if we give it a chance. Yeah, I love that. And some of it is a mind set shift, yes. as you said. Um, and I love the idea of really focusing on shifting your mindset as perhaps a first action. And you mentioned some other things, finding a tribe of positive influences around you, um, being sure that all of the media that you're at paying attention to is uplifting and encouraging and mm -hmm. um, edifies you and, and gives you purpose and direction and reiterates your value. But what are some of the other actionable things that people could embrace for that forward motion you were talking about. So yeah. as someone embraces their learning about themselves, they discover their emotional makeup, their leadership style, um, they understand their unique attributes and characteristics and strengths, and now they're ready to take that action and put that into forward motion. What are, say, the top three first steps that you could take if you're ready to really embrace not just mastering you, but mastering your success? Yeah, that's a great question, Linda. Number one, get a mentor. So have someone that you can talk to about your goals, about your plans that can help you set those goals, um, create smart goals for yourself, right? So make sure they're measurable, make sure they're attainable, make sure they're time. They have a specific time and when they're finished. So having that mentor is going to not only assist you in setting those goals, but they're going to hold you accountable for those goals. So however that mentor looks like, whether it's a, a mentor in your office, uh, that's a relationship you can have with someone or someone that you co coach with and pay to be that mentor. Another step um, in that direction is going to be to, um, to get uh, surround yourself with people that fuel you no matter what. Um, that has to be a positive. Rid, maybe I should say first do a check and rid yourself of the ones that aren't. That is the first thing or limit your time with them, right? If we're in a corporate setting, we're going to have to work with other departments regardless. So maybe you limit your time with those that you struggle with that have negativity or aren't uplifting or aren't encouraging or adding to the forward momentum in which you're moving towards. So maybe we limit our time with them or if at all possible, remove them um, from our um, from our space. Um, the other piece that's so important, Linda, is not only setting the goals, being held accountable, surrounding ourselves with the right people, which is imperative to our success, because we do think our family usually are the ones that support us the most, when most women will find that it's not the closest ones to you. So we do have, we can't just get rid of every family member, right? But, you, but bring in the ones that are fueling you that maybe are on a similar mission. 
And I think the other piece is learning, right? I take every morning to read and learn and work on my mindset. That is an actionable piece. I write gratitudes every morning. I work on my mindset. I read books about millionaire mindsets. I read Think and Grow Rich. Um, I'm reading books that are setting me up for success on a regular basis. And there are pages in these books that you can read over and over and over and over again that set your mindset. Let's just be real, Linda. We don't pop out of bed every day saying today's the day that I'm I'm just going to conquer success. And every single day I'm going to feel this way about myself. It doesn't happen that way. And things happen during the day or in our lives that kind of um, move us off course. So the best way to stay on that course, accountability, mentorship, daily practice and gratitude, daily reading on um, or podcasts or listening to audible books while you're driving, if it's a, if it's a, a time restraint, for you to always be uplifted and in the right mindset of moving forward. Our minds will, as Henry Ford said, if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. We create our own realities. So the mindset is one of the biggest shifts that need to happen. And staying in positivity means that's all you're pumping in and surrounding yourself with during that time. I love that, Colleen. That's so true. Because you're right. There are times where we need um, people around us to help remind us of our power, of our purpose, of our ability to take that next step, reach that next goal, hit that next milestone. And we need people to lift us up and cheer us on. And we also need to provide that same sort of energy and optimism and positivity for ourselves. And so that means surrounding ourselves with not just positive people, but positive messages and positive learning. So I love that. I think that's so important and a perfect sort of segue into sort of this whole idea of mastering your success. So Colleen, when you start thinking about taking that next step in your career, uh, you know, breaking through the glass ceiling into the C-suite or stepping into a corporate board position, and these are new experiences for, for, for us the first time, this is something we haven't ever done. What can we do to, to really embrace that opportunity and master it so that we can be successful in all those new endeavors? Yeah, you know, the very first piece is visualizing you already being there, right? You already having the position, you already holding the authority, you already making that current salary. Visualizing and feeling being in that position already um, and owning that, you know, we can't become something we don't believe we can become ever. So when you already visualize the the obtaining of that and being in that position, that, that is something that, that is so big, Linda. And, um, and like I said, when, when we surround ourselves, when we're working toward our goal, we have actionable pieces, we're visualizing our goal and being there. And we know that we can, we believe that we can, we've already felt that we can, we're already owning the position as if we've been there. There's not much at that point holding anything back because the deliverable, when we're in action, right, um, the law of attraction happens, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. When we're delivering, the, the, um, the universe is delivering back to us. So all of the actionable pieces we talked about, they're really 
isn't much other than now visualizing yourself in that position, um, that you have that position, you've obtained that position and you have that authority, um, is, is the next step. But, you know, also having people in your corner, um, that, are rooting for you, especially in a corporate setting, um, in a board setting. Um, it's, it's about other people that believe in you as well and that are there for, you know, giving you recommendations. I mean, that's a huge piece of, you know, obtaining those positions is having others in your corner as well. Exactly. And so Colleen, I just really want to thank you for your time. And I feel like you've given us a master class on mastering you to master your success. So thank you so much. One last question to wrap us up for today. Colleen, if you were to offer one piece of advice to our listeners, what has been the most impactful piece of leadership advice that you've received that you'd like to share? The biggest one for me is if learning is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. We must be our own students. We must learn from others in so many areas. Leadership um, and being a graceful, um, powerful leader has so much to do with being a student and learning from others um, and leading from the back, right? So uh, for me, there's times when we're, in the lead and there's times where we're teaching, um, but there are so many opportunities for us to learn from others and humble ourselves to be in the student chair um, and listen, listen and learn. Those are the two biggest pieces of advice that have ever been given to me um, that I give to others. I love that. Listen and learn. I will tell you some of the most successful leaders that I've ever had the privilege to work alongside of were also the most humble and lifetime learners. They were absolutely dedicated to evolving and growing and advancing every single day. So I think that's so wise, Colleen. Thank you so much for that wonderful way of ending today's program. Uh, and for all of you listening in or watching today, that is Colleen Biggs, peak performance coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Lead Up for Women talking about master you in order to master your success. I ought to tell you, today was just an absolute blast. and It was so wonderful speaking to you. I feel um, this kind of conversation is uplifting and edifying, and I just really celebrate you, Colleen, and I thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for joining Leadership Global's award-winning podcast. As a member of Leadership Global, you have the opportunity to meet inspirational leaders, create lifelong friendships, and be surrounded by others who are invested in your success. Join our global community of inspiring women in leadership, women who will help you create greater levels of impact, support your personal and professional breakthroughs, and help you accelerate your success. Don't miss out on the opportunity to show up, speak up, and step up in your professional and your personal life. Find out how you can join us at leadhershipglobal.com.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.